This is Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara from American Financial Security and American Financial Investments, a registered investment advisor. With the variety and sheer number of investment choices available and the new tax laws phasing into effect, are you financially prepared for retirement and saving in taxes the way you want to be? For many years, Ron and Barbara have been an integrated financial and tax preparation and planning firm providing their clients not only with ways to make money, but also to keep more of it. Listen in as they discuss common financial questions and concerns and provide the facts on the new tax laws going into effect for individuals and businesses. And now here are Ron and Barbara to help you find out how to move towards a more informed and confident financial future. And hello out there. You are tuning in to another show of Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. Hello, Ron. Hello, Arizona. Good. Hello, everyone out there. (laughs) And Barbara, good to be with you again today. It's amazing how quickly the weeks go by. Um, Seems like every week as we prepare to address our audience out there, um, both, both live on the radio but also in our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all of you that listen to our podcast, we appreciate that. And uh, one of the nice things about that is it's like a DVR for your radio. Listen to it when you want to. When you want to. Absolutely. And when you can. Yep. So, you know, it it's amazing that the majority of the people that come to see us usually have um, different buckets of money. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, absolutely. They've worked different places throughout their career. They've saved a little here. They deferred a little there. This place they worked at had a 401k. This place didn't. So maybe they did an IRA on themselves. Uh, Maybe they went somewhere else and they had a 403b or they had some other fancy name for it, a simple or something. But basically what we're talking about, Ron, is... Most Americans have an opportunity to participate in one way or another in a retirement plan if they work on it. And for some who don't work for a company that offers or mandates a certain amount be deferred out of their paycheck, all of the onus is back on us. And we start to look at an individual retirement account. And you know, there's a lot of ins and outs on those. And that's what we thought we would talk a little bit about today. You actually can participate in some situations in an IRA, even if you do have some other retirement uh, deferrals going on. But there's some really strict income numbers. There are really strict percentages. And most of you out in the listening audience don't want to have to know that stuff. So You just want to work with somebody who knows that stuff. So the reason we do a weekly radio show and podcast is the fact that we like to educate people. Mm -hmm. We like people to be informed as to what kind of financial accounts and the taxability of those mm-hmm. um, that go along with it. And today we thought managing your IRA, really understanding what an IRA is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some people had a 401k that is now converted to an IRA. But to really help you understand what that account is and how, or accounts, some people have many IRAs, mm-hmm. and how to best manage those. Exactly. For your retirement. Hopefully it's money for later. 
and you're thinking about it that way. And one of the reasons I would add, Ron, that we're talking about IRAs is these are things we talk with people all the time. So if you're out there in the listening audience and you think, I just don't know enough about those, or I need to have one of those, or I need to talk to somebody about one of those, understand you're not alone. A lot of Americans do not have a retirement uh, option through their work, and they need to take a little responsibility. And we like to help people find their way with those IRA accounts. You know, for many, many years as part of this this country, um, pretty much the the mainstream plan for people retire uh, planning for retirement was what we call a defined benefit plan right. that would eventually lead to someone earning what's called a pension. Mm-hmm. And when you worked for 25 years, 30 years, and then you said, I'm done, hopefully you start collecting some Social Security and that pension because you were with that company for so long. Right. Well, a number of years ago, many years ago, that started to shift. Mm-hmm. That started to change. And maybe most government or military-based jobs um, are still those defined benefit plans that turn into a pension. Mm -hmm. But for most Americans working in the private sector or Mm self-employed, they are working under what we call a defined contribution plan, meaning that you're contributing to your own financial retirement plan. Mm -hmm. And as long as you stay with that company or many of those companies, hopefully you're contributing to that contribution plan. And then when you leave that company, we're going to get into the heart of that. Mm -hmm. Then you can take that money with you. And when you take it with you, it turns into an individual retirement account, an IRA. Mm Mm-hmm. So one of the things let's start is the fact that um, hopefully along the way, no matter how old you are, if you're really young, hopefully you're starting to contribute to an IRA or a 401k at your, with your employer. Mm-hmm. And that money is set aside pre-taxed so that when you're older, you'll be able to have this bucket of money, this pile of money to help sustain you for all the years when you're not going to be employed. You know, one of the things that I think people find very confusing and rightly so is that these different investing options with different tax treatments have come into their own under different Congresses, under different laws, and over time. Wouldn't it be very simple if every retirement option out there had the same income earning limits and the same contribution limits? Wow, that would make it easy. But that's not how it works. And unfortunately, for people who cannot contribute to uh, other work-based retirement plans, the traditional IRA has strict income limits and the lowest contribution amount of all of the different retirement options. So whether it's a traditional or a Roth, 
the Roth will have different income limits, but it has the same amount that you can defer into it. And those aren't really high. You can't put 20000 away into an IRA um, like you could some other vehicles, but it's a start. And if I steal an old, old, old uh, message from Nike, it was just do it. So if you haven't started a savings plan or a retirement plan, come and see us so you can get started. The first important point is you have to start somewhere. Just do it. Just like do you it. said. Just do so, it. So a traditional IRA, mm-hmm. let's define that with the time left of this segment between what we call a Roth IRA. Okay. Because we get that question all the time. Yes. The a traditional tra- came out first. And it's... It's money that has not been taxed yet. Right. So if you defer $5,000 this year into an IRA, then $5,000 less of your income will be reported because you got a little tax hiatus on that $5,000 you put into your IRA. And then it any- will be taxed when you take it out. So any growth on that account over all the years, hopefully that you're going to save that, is tax deferred right. to a later date. Yes. After you're 59 and a half, and preferably after you stop working, then you start spending some of that money. Mm-hmm. And then paying taxation on those withdrawals as you start pulling it out for income. Right. Okay. In the shortened version, I would say that making a decision of investing into a traditional or Roth, once you're within the income limit, once you've determined the amount that you can set aside, the important decision first is when do you want the tax benefit? If you want it now, then you're leaning towards a traditional. If you want the tax benefit later on all the growth, and income-free distributions later, that's the Roth. So a Roth IRA is, like you said, Barbara, is with after-tax dollars. Correct. So let's say you make 70000 a year, and you say, hey, I want to put 5000 away in a Roth because mm-hmm. I want the tax savings later. Correct. Okay. On not only this 6500 or whatever I'm putting yeah, in, but ben- all of the growth. But then all of the benefits of a Roth, like you just said, is the fact that you pay the tax up front on that 5000 or 6500 you invest. Mm-hmm. Then all of the growth, all of these years is tax free. Right. So, so these kind of decisions come rules. into some planning. You know, and that goes into income planning, retirement planning, tax planning. Uh, But it all starts with you. What do you need your money to do when? And with that, we'll be right back. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from American Financial Investments by visiting AmericanFinancialSecurity.net or calling us at 928-771-8368. Well, welcome back to Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. And thanks for staying with us through the break. But what we're talking about today is uh, 
IRAs, and specifically a traditional IRA and also a Roth IRA. And if you have any questions about those or you're really not sure what you have and how it works, give us a call. Absolutely. The important thing is that you are well informed with what you have. And if you need a team to help teach you what you have and help you get on track with with those savings, we feel like we have the expertise to be able to help you do that and to help you understand the taxability of either one of the choices. And many people have some money in a traditional IRA and also some in a Roth. Exactly. Because they want the flexibility to be able to have some income later on that's completely tax-free. At least five years down the road. True. After that account has been established and after somebody's 59 and a half, you know, just a little quirky rule that the Roth has, you know, that doesn't, again, the investment vehicles can be different, but the IRS sets a lot of the rules around income, the amount to be deferred and the timing requirements of when you need to, must to, and should not take distributions. Well, it's interesting because we get asked quite a bit is, especially really young people, mm-hmm. just starting out in their careers, they're out of college, and now they're starting on this career path. Mm-hmm. And I met with a new client uh, not long ago, uh, kind of fits that category, or she did about 10, 12 years ago. Right. And I am so proud of her because um, as soon as she started work in the medical field, she started putting money away into a defined contribution plan. Mm-hmm. And over time, they matched a little bit. And what an amazing nest egg. She said, I just realized I needed to put money away for my future. And she did. And looking at that statement, 10, 12, 13 years into it, wow. What a nice little nest egg at such a young age. Mm-hmm. And that's the point of this whole thing is as soon as you start working, start budgeting for your future. Right. I mean, you budget for for purchases, but just keep in mind, hey, if I put away 8 or 10% for my future and my employer is going to match 3 or 4 or 5% also, Wow. And then with some compounding in the market, and you get some of this amazing growth with compounding, in just a few short years, you're going to be really impressed with where that retirement account or IRA account is. Mm -hmm. One thing is we hear a lot is, and I'll go back to um, the young woman we're talking about because we're both so impressed with her. Uh, Her statement was, I knew I needed to save I don't really get any guidance on where I should put my money, but I have these choices every January. And she said, I really need some help because I know I need to and want to save for later, but I'm hoping you, Ron, know where I should allocate this money for both safety and growth going forward. So an IRA, and you bring up a great point, and that is, an IRA is an amazing uh, tax-deferred savings vehicle. Mm-hmm. And 
there is many, many, many choices as far as then where we can invest those monies. Right. Really, what we're going to recommend is that you go to someone that you trust, okay? That you go to an individual or a company that you really trust the advice. Preferably a fiduciary firm. Meaning someone that's working in your best interest, someone who's knowledgeable, someone who is independent. Mm -hmm. Independent meaning that they are not bound by one company and maybe they're modest choices, okay? But someone who's independent that looks at all of the choices, okay? As you say, not just one shoe of this variety and color versus another shoe of the same variety or in a different color, Mm -hmm. okay? That you get a broad choice depending on what your risk allowance is, um, what you're comfortable with, what other monies what and income you is. have, what your budget is, what your legacy goals are. IRAs are a special kind of vehicle that really have some magic to them for legacy purposes that some other retirement vehicles do not. And so we like to talk with people about, we don't expect you to know the greatest and latest in the market. We don't expect you to know the latest and greatest uh, new investment tool that some insurance company just uh, released and all the tips and nuances there. But we do work with people to help them articulate what it is they need their money to do for how long and when do they need to tap into it. To quote our book, mm-hmm. one of our favorite famous lines from our book is knowledge is power. Okay. Man's flight through life is sustained through the knowledge of their power. And the reason we quote that in our book is we believe that with these retirement accounts, the more knowledge that people have, and we like to give them that knowledge, the more control they have and the more sense of pride they have in what they they've saved all these years to obtain Mm -hmm. and having and taking control of your financial assets helps you feel like, wow, I really know. And I really care how these are growing, which means that the person that you go to it for advice, hopefully they're helping you feel that control and helping you feel really knowledgeable and good about the direction of where that account is going, Mm -hmm. hopefully growth. Right. Well, and you know, it's interesting, depending upon where you are on the age scale, Ron, and we work with clients of all ages. Some of them are just starting their careers and they're, you know, a lot of them are self-employed and we're helping them strategize not only on the appropriate business entity and reasonable compensation, things like that, that are now very, uh, very important to the IRS uh, and you as a self-employed company owner to be, but also how much can you actually defer? What's the best uh, vehicle to do that? What's the best plan. If you have employees, what do you want to offer for them? Those are the young people coming in, starting, then you're in the heat of your career. Most people do the vast majority of their retirement savings in their 50s. Between 50 and 60, man, they are sucking it away. Um, And then we... Before that, they're 
They're spending buying other a lot. things. Sure, you got kids, you got houses, you've got Hopefully cars, you got Hopefully they're saving on the 401k and all that along the way. Sure, but now at some point you go, okay, this is paid for, that's paid for, or I'm simply getting a little older, I need to get a little more serious. And you start investing a little more time and energy with a financial planner to make sure that your money is position to do what you really need it to do. And they come to see us and, and they, they have see us. statement one from job. One state, and statement two, two from job two and statement three from, which is a wonderful position to be because it means you've gotten into the mode of investing in your own future. And Ron and Barbara, I have all of these different accounts. What, what should do I, I now do? do? Right. Okay. Well, rule of thumb is, is, you, you don't have to do anything, but if you really want to consolidate, and that's what many people decide that they want to do, is start consolidating. Let's say they have four or five or six different IRAs or 401ks scattered around in different accounts. Right. Okay. At different institutions. Sometimes, um, it's easier to consolidate them into one or two, depending on the type of money. Mm-hmm. Some are Roths, some are traditional. Okay. Obviously, those have to stand alone. Yeah. And depending, hey, I will need to tap into some money as soon as I retire at age 65 or full retirement age. Mm-hmm. So I want to keep some a little bit more liquid than others. So depending on what the plan looks like and your need for that money it might make sense to simplify things if we as an advisory firm um, look at consolidating some of those. Just simplify a little bit as you put more um, and then we can- effort into your plan and more simplicity into your investments. Laser focus everything yep. the closer you get to that retirement date. Um, so kind of a rule of thumb also is when you quit a job and you're no longer there or you leave a job, maybe your money shouldn't be there too. Maybe take it with you. Yeah. And if you've been investing a lot in company stock and so forth, when you've been with a company, maybe you had some inside information, not to the point that you're in trouble, if you will, but you know, the company, you hear the, you you hear the stockholder meetings, you know, the direction, you know, what you're going to try to do when you're not there any longer, you really don't get that message anymore. And so that kind of supports that if you're not there, maybe your money shouldn't still be there either. One of the things that we like to do is there is a sizable array of different investment options. And unless you're a student of the investment world, like you said earlier, a little overwhelming, it's pretty overwhelming to understand, okay, what it, what fits me the best. There's no perfect investment for anyone, but the, the plan is, is to find the blend of investments that are, best for you and what you need your money to do what you're comfortable when yes and you know as people age one of the things we hear a lot of people is like oh gosh i found this little account i didn't even remember i had it now what do i do with it and so again 
when it comes time that the IRS says, okay, you, you've had all these years to benefit from tax-free accumulation and tax deferral and all their other special kinds of words. Now you have to start taking money out to be taxed. That's the next pickle people find themselves in when they have multiple IRA accounts. How do I independently evaluate the percent of growth each of them is maximizing for me? How do I know exactly how much to take? Do I have to take it from every one? How do I tell the companies that have my money? I want it. I don't want it. It's a whole process as you approach that magic age of 79 and or 70 and a half, where you will be required to start taking those distributions of a traditional Another point, and we see this frequently as well, is there's no guarantees in life. And what I mean by that is life is full of changes Mm -hmm. and changes in um, one day we might be married, another day we might not be. Mm -hmm. Meaning either divorce or you have a spouse that passes away. Yeah. Or you have a spouse or a significant other that all of a sudden gets very, very ill. Okay. Um, Or you inherit money. Mm -hmm. Or all of a sudden now you take on the responsibility of of caring for a parent. Or a disabled child that now is back in your home. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's what we mean by change. And when change happens... That means that all of these different accounts might need to, we might need to change the titling, mm-hmm. take someone Ownership, off. yep. Beneficiaries. Okay. So there's a lot of things that, that we need to take a look at, which also just coincidentally leads to your estate plan as well. Right. So for change in beneficiaries within IRAs and non-qualified financial accounts, and just making sure that if something happens to you, that money is not going to go through probate before it ends up in the hands of the people that you want to have it, your beneficiaries. Slightly reduced by the fees and expenses of probate. Which is attorneys yeah, and, exactly. and the whole process. Exactly. We want to make sure that all of your assets are um, set to go when you go. <laughs> That's a great way to say it. Okay. That's a great way to say it. You know, the other thing that we should uh, mention just quickly before we run out of time, I can't believe that, is that uh, we mentioned this on the radio show the other day, Ron, with uh, DJ Phone, and that is that the House and the Senate are simultaneously working on bills that will impact the age of required minimum distributions and potentially the age increasing for those who are still working and want to contribute. So stay tuned for that as more information comes out. It does mean that if you love working and you're 70 and a half and you're still gainfully employed doing something you enjoy, guess what? You may not have to start taking that IRA at 70 and a half if you don't need it, if it's just more income. 
The downside is, guess what? If they defer that to 72 or 75, you have a couple more years for that money to grow. That means when it comes out, there'll be more of it. And now you have some tax. So there's always some planning and decision making. And I'm I'm glad you brought up tax because as we finish off this, this show, it's important that all of us save all this money thinking that someday we're going to want to spend it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And not only do we as a firm want to help you make and invest very wisely for your future, but we also want to make sure that when you start spending that money, that you have a tax strategy to minimize the taxation along with still maintaining good growth within that account as well. Yes. We're an integrated company. We we like to help. I mean, you say Ron helps people make the money. You help them. Keep it. Keep it. <laughs> and minimize exactly. the taxation of it. Um, feel free to give us a call anytime. We'll be happy to have a, a an offer, a strategy session, strategy mm-hmm. session with the two of us. Absolutely. Where we can look over everything that you have, give you an independent fiduciary uh, look at your entire financial picture. Have a great day. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. Give your financial future a jumpstart and call this week for your complimentary strategy session. Call 928-771-8368 or visit their website at afsprescott.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through American Financial Investments, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and tax services are offered through American Financial Security. American Financial Investments and American Financial Security are affiliated companies. American Financial Investments, American Financial Security, Ron Stevenson, Barbara Clark Stevenson are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government entity.